1: Welcome back, peeps. Another episode of the Two Third Air Podcast, peeps, with your peeps, Irene and Katrina, my little ginger friend. Oh, hello, my favorite Canadian. How are you? Are you good? Did she freeze or me? I don't know who's frozen here. Oh,
2: I don't know. One of us I think is it's, frozen. I think
1: it's the ginger. Yep. You think it's yeah. me? Uh-oh. I think it's you. That's okay. okay. How are you? You're
2: frozen in time. I'm, f- but- I'm frozen in time, but um, thought in real life here in Phoenix, yes. Arizona, living my best life. Um, I'm just amidst travels. You know how that is? Like I know. The- I think I saw is you a, busy time. a couple weeks ago.
1: We were in Chi-Town.
2: We you were. I'm me? so proud of you for knowing which trade show we were at. This, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> this is. I like think continue. you were the one that thought we were at Chicago <laughs> Midwinter.
1: No, at Greater New York. And I, I thought was like, I kept no, saying
2: Greater New York. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. No, but then we were we were in, in Chicago, and it was great, and it was fun, and it was very fast. I was only in for 24 hours. You were in for like mm-hmm. just a little over 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that show. I always wish I had more time to like spend I know. there. I feel like it's like February is just such a
2: crazy month. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, me. it is. It And you blink and it's over. Um, yeah. However, it, February was a great month. I was in um, Napa last, the viewers at home checked in um, and had a yes. beautiful time in Napa. It was amazing. And yes. um, it was just so nice to get away. But speaking of disconnecting from the mic and getting away, you had a fabulous trip to Jamaica, I feel I did. I was you're in Jamaica dead. Man and I still yes. keep saying
1: Yaman. Yeah, Someone asked me something. <laughs> my like massage therapist. I went and got a massage today and she's like he's like, Your neck is really tense. I'm like, Yaman. Yeah, he's like, What? <laughs> like, what did you turn into a Jamaican since the last time I saw you? It was like, sorry, I've had a lot of rum over the last seven to ten days.
2: It's just like detoxing. Yeah. I'm
1: Yeah. De- my skin is peeling. My body is detoxing from the Jamaican beef patties. It oh, was nice, but you know so what? Good. I realized that it's the first time I've had a vacation in two years, mm. and the last two years have been the hardest two years of my business life, like opening the practice and you know, all of the stuff that has happened COVID-related, un-COVID-related. And yeah. it took me six days to f- not think about work for like two hours at a time. Like wow. it, it was the weirdest realization that at one point I remembered or I realized that I didn't think about work for a few hours and then I panicked. I was like, oh no, I didn't think about work. Like, about work. What's wrong with me? I'm not thinking about work. <laughs> right. So yeah. I feel like I totally did the vacation right, but I also did it really wrong because I checked my phone and I you know, I deleted a lot of social apps. All I had was Instagram open and I only checked at certain times of day, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like I did it all wrong, but
2: I want to do over. Can I go back and do it all over again? I I mean vote nice. yes. I think you should, yeah. and I, you know, I I get it. It's it's so hard. In fact, it's I've been actually talking to a lot of business owners about this. I'm thinking about getting um a separate phone, um yeah. one that is for my business and then one that's for personal.
1: And you want a burner
2: I, phone? You're going to get a burner phone. I feel like only phone. Drug dealers. Yeah. Have I sound phones. like a drug dealer, don't I? <laughs> well, you know, it's it that's it's an interesting thing though because um you know in that so to wait, get, like, what two-
1: number do I get?
2: You'll, well, you'll get my personal, of course.
1: <laughs> but as soon as I cross the line, it's like yeah, listen, This that, moment you talk to me about a business, phone gonna... number question. This is gonna... a six one three phone number question. It's totally you. different.
2: <laughs> You're gonna start getting my silence. Um, do not disturb. No, it's it, you know it, it's it's an important thing. I, I like I I was sharing with somebody the other day um, after losing both my mom and my dad very suddenly, very tragically where random phone numbers were calling me randomly in the middle of my day and I'm like who is this and then all of a sudden it's like the non emergency police wanting to talk to you know what I mean like after yeah, that yeah. it's like you don't necessarily want to like fully do not disturb all random numbers because there's So you're going to get like a fear? new private number and then yeah. just I think like can't so. hand, hand that out when you're ready selectively to the yeah yeah, yeah to people like that select- like need to get a hold of It's like a selective me. polish that eventually just turns out into a full mouth polish anyways I literally was just going to say when you end up polishing all the teeth. Anyways, which really is just going to mean that everybody, because the only people I'm friends with are the people I work with, so there's not. Right. Yeah, that's true. But,
1: you know. But okay, well, that's cool. Maybe you'll get one for your birthday. Oh that gosh, you, you people are listening to this on Monday, so Katrina read. I'm officially her birthday hitting my. Um, just the other day, I'm officially um, hitting
2: my late thirties.
1: Um, on it. my yesterday, thirteenth. Your birthday is on the thirteenth, Sunday the thirteenth. Yesterday, Sunday, for those thir- listening, so. Yes. And what are you doing? Because last year we were supposed to go somewhere and mm-hmm. that was the trip that never happened. And then the mm-hmm. year before that you were in Europe and then you had to rush home because the world was shutting down. So like mm-hmm. what, what, what's – I didn't get an invitation. So either we're no longer friends or nothing's happening. And nothing's happening really is what
2: it oh. is. <laughs> because the nuance Shit. for me is not traveling. The nuance is like being in the same city as like my dogs oh. and yeah. being in, in a similar zip code um to where i live so I'm, I'm hanging out here with friends and you know the lumber's gonna come with us and we're gonna go do some wine tasting and just kind of hang out i want to have a dance party in the kitchen so that's what we're gonna do Let's i mean just that's have a dance important kitchen. you have a nice
1: beautiful big open kitchen, yes so that you got to like visit the other
2: day i know so i can't fun. believe i
1: came to i totally crashed your house like i totally just showed up with a bottle of wine <laughs> totally crashed your house katrina we have an episode would you would you like a song for this episode Let's do it. Let's do a song, Irene, Irene. All right, here we go. Uh let's see if uh you can get this. Okay. You are
0: my sunshine, my only sunshine.
1: This one's for you, you also. Make
0: me happy when skies
1: are gray. Do you know the song? I You'll do. It's You are my sunshine. Do you know who's singing it? somebody with a beautiful voice my sunshine sunshine away away. it's christina perry
2: because the episode
1: for today is christina Christina kelly Kelly. yes Mm -hmm, recorded mm -hmm, live mm -hmm. at voices of dentistry we're rolling out our vod episodes that were actually in january Mm-hmm. um but we're rolling them out now with a mutual f- business acquaintance mm-hmm. i don't know she's cool but i wouldn't call her a friend because i don't really talk to her every single day but our uh personal coaches mm-hmm. so we had we had a coach that we shared we didn't share her at the same time like we had her we didn't yeah you know we, didn't I mean? like have we both used this that. coach mm-hmm. at independent intervals but for similar things our business coaches and yeah. um this episode was really funny because she totally like ripped me apart.
2: At one point. Oh, hardly.
1: Oh, come on. A little, just a little bit.
2: Well, I I think she was um, very graceful about how she did it, which is how you know <laughs> typical uh, coaches yes. are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. She's she's got she's great. You know, I think um, it. We all get to this place in our lives where it's like, where am I? What am I doing? What's happening? And um, yeah you know, a lot of people look to coaching for that and, uh, she's just a wonderful, um, asset and support for female entrepreneurs everywhere. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited to have y'all listen to our live from voices of dentistry episode with Christina Kelly, uh, productivity and, um, business, uh, extraordinaire coach. So, yes. uh, check it out everybody. Appreciate. I'm super excited. We'll catch
1: you on the flip
2: side. Oh, the flippity flip.
1: Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare Podcast, peeps, with your peeps Irene and Katrina.
2: Woo! Live in Living
1: Color at Voices of Dentistry. Here
2: at Voices of Dentistry. In this is hometown. so exciting. Irene, we're back. In real life. Like, recording. live, yes, I live in Living Color, which is just terrific. I'm so excited to be here with you. Are you? Yes. I
1: don't know if I believe you all the time. Well, I'm
2: sober right now, so.
1: Oh, you were going to open a bottle of I was going to open a bottle, but I didn't. Where did I didn't. a waddle of wine go?
2: I don't know. We're um, hiding it underneath the table here
1: Oh, okay. VOD. Interesting.
2: Um, I'm so excited for our guests that we have today. I am too. Um, so for our viewers at home, yes. uh, we have our amazing life, business, everything coach. <laughs>
1: I mean, sometimes I feel like she's my therapist.
2: <laughs> and I already have one of those, so now I have two. So you get two therapists? Yeah. That's, that's what this glow is on your skin. That's what it is. <laughs> Hell, I'm
1: here alone, so that's the only thing that it could be. <laughs> Just saying. Oh,
2: <sighs> this is where we are in the episode. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Hello, Christina. Welcome to the podcast. Christina We're Kelly so is in the
1: house. Have the
2: amazing Christina Kelly. Um, so Christina and I met. Almost a year ago, we're almost hitting our one-year anniversary, Christina. Yes, our actually one-year anniversary is January twenty-seventh. Oh my gosh, you remember our anniversary? Of course, I do. So, (laughs) So Christina and I met um, almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. I actually heard you doing um, a program on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. That's how I met you, and um, I heard for the viewers at home, I heard Christina um, talking about productivity and how people in business, people who are just uh, feel as though they're super overwhelmed with all the tasks that they have on their plate. That there are things that we can do to be productive. So, um, so I started listening to this uh, clubhouse group talking about it, and I just I thought that you were so inspirational, and the things you were saying, it they just so deeply resonated with me that I had to reach out to you and connect with you. And from there, the rest is history. We've been working together for a year, uh, and now Irene is working with you, which we're super excited about. How, I'm the I'm her nightmare. Like no, no like, you're I not, am not, Irene. Not. We're, gonna talk, we're gonna talk about how difficult I am
1: to work with. Yes, the, this is I this is what I want to know. This is what I want to know so much. So I
2: do. welcome, Christina, to the podcast. We're so excited to have you. Well, thank you so
0: much. I'm so excited to be here with the both of you. And Katrina, I know I've known you now for almost a year. Our one year anniversary is coming up. Irene, I think that we connected in August, so I've yep. known you for about five months. Mm-hmm. And in seeing both of you work, I am just so inspired by the the way that you guys actually both rise up as females in leadership within your industry. And it's been a joy to support you. And I'm really excited to be on the show today. Oh Thank my you. gosh. Yes. We're so excited to have
1: yeah. you. So I had, your, a you had an idea. Tell I me did. What did is yeah. I game. had an
2: idea and this is what I thought. I thought it'd be kind of fun. Um, for our viewers at home to get a little bit of a behind-the-scenes are we doing a therapy
1: session is I'm, that what thinking, this is? I'm
2: thinking what we should do <laughs> oh is God. we should talk to Christina we should learn a little bit about what it's like being a coach in the space where you're working with female entrepreneurs um, because uh, for, do you for those exclusively
1: c- work with only female entrepreneurs, or do you? So work with it was
0: mostly female entrepreneurs, with the exception of one male client that I had at the beginning of last year. But I've now officially, actually, recently decided I'm going to niche down in specifically empowering uh, women okay. in
2: leadership. Love I'll that, love I'll that. So, do. Do. so you know, right. it's it's interesting because there, for for people who don't, who haven't got coaching or are unfamiliar with what coaching is, would you first help? our viewers at home understand, what does an experience look like in working with a coach?
0: Absolutely. So it really all depends on exactly what that person's needs are. And there's coaches for different things that you can do. There's coaches for things like energy and mindset, which I've hired for myself. There's coaches for things like business specifically. And there's also coaches that kind of combine the two. So I'm one of those coaches who does like to combine the two and then really tailor the coaching program to my one-on-one client's needs and really based on whatever it is that they really want to improve upon, which is completely different for every single person because we're all on our, own unique journey. And if anyone here listening is thinking, when would be that time for me to invest Mm -hmm. in coaching? The thing that I would really want for you to consider is, are you willing to make an investment to go farther, faster? Is that pain point just enough to where you really see your vision and you're thinking to yourself, I would do anything to get there ASAP. And whether that's a business goal, whether that's a personal goal. Think about whatever your goal is. Think about would I be willing to do whatever it takes to get there as soon as possible? And if the answer is yes, and I definitely do think that it would be time to invest in a coach. Mm. Yeah, we I, didn't
2: do the thing. Well, we're gonna do the Wayback playback for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that in a second. I just I, I wanted to give our okay. our listeners at home kind of an understanding of what it's like to even work with a coach mm-hmm. to kind of understand. So I, I love that, and I think we're in this age now where so many people are gravitating toward coaching. Um, we acknowledge that. there are are tasks that I want to do, things that I'm feeling in my heart. And I want to be able to accomplish those things, but I know that I'm going to need some guidance. I'm going to need some mentorship in order to get there. So I love, 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 love that you're here and you're in this space. So what I want to do, and Irene, I'm going to have you do the thing. I I want to learn about how you got to Mm -hmm. the space where you are, where you're coaching people. So
1: we do the way back, play back. Are you going to do the thing? I could do the thing. Do, do, the, do thing. the thing. I'll do the thing. Do so, the thing. So, I, I, I mean, this is usually we don't know the person or it's like a new person. and We know each other. But I don't know much about, like, your history, like, your past. Like, how far back can we go? Can we go to, like... Elementary school, high yeah. school, like I, I saw a before and after photo you shared, like a before and after. She did. She is on, did. Is it um, on the gram? No. I'll, I'll she share. like sent we, you. She sent it to a... me privately because we talked about like my past a little bit. So then she, she you sh- made you do a way back playback. I mean, I described it. I don't think I sent you a photo, did I? I, I did. I sent you, you. did my little boy I would, haircut. I would it was, love to see the boy haircut. haircut. It was bad. I'd love um, to see that. So let's go back. Let's go back to like where you grew up and what your life has, how it has brought you here on the personal level and then to your professional.
0: Absolutely. So I was born in Scottsdale, Arizona um, in February of 1997, so I am 24 years young and (laughs) When I was growing up, I had two really incredible parents. I had a father who is a very driven and successful entrepreneur here in Scottsdale, Arizona. He actually owns um, Hammer Jewelers, which is a really beautiful jewelry store located in North Scottsdale. And he grew up, um, you know, very middle class, working from the time he was 13 to help put food on the table. Mm. And so I know he's worked very hard in his own journey. And he was always a great example for me of how to build something, but also build something with integrity, which is really what Mm. I've seen him do Mm -hmm. my mom also very hard working she's an immigrant so my mom was born in greece and then she and her family came to america with nothing when she was five years old had to learn english simply by sitting in other people's classrooms because there was no way to afford English, sure. Yeah. you know, teaching, and so... That's
1: how where you get your dark features from, the yes.
2: Greek side. Yes. Do you speak I Greek? Say, that sense. Do you speak no, Greek? No,
1: no, I no. do speak Greek. You do? Stop it! Oh my goodness, it. Irene, I love this. this I'll meet crazy. you in Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: awesome. Um, Yeah. So grew up with two really incredible parents, both very hardworking, very driven, but always, you know, something that they always taught me is to be true to yourself Mm -hmm. and to operate with integrity. And that's something that I've really taken forward with me, both personally and professionally. Um, so really hardworking parents. I was working really hard for me on age. I was, went to prep schools, had no problem working long hours, doing all the things. Um, I also did a lot of theater. The kids actually also made you. Me. did a lot of theater? Oh, I've done she all the, the theater. She, theater. Has she has a TikTok
1: all about acting.
0: I do, actually. Why, so why so do do this is like on, on the, on the on side. I'm an actress TikTok. just what? for fun. Yes. <laughs> so like <laughs> like musical theater? or Yeah. So like musical theater and acting, I do it on the side for fun. you in Arizona. No, it's a TikTok account. I have oh, a big following my gosh. that I've grown. Yeah, <gasps> it's just for fun.
2: Wow, that's so awesome! <laughs> wow. Thank
1: you. Wow, <laughs> your wows in real life are so different. Your mouth really? movements, yeah, it's like wow. I love that for you. Do you
2: love this journey for me? I want me? a
1: boomerang of it. So every time you say it in real life, I'll play it. I'm like, this is what she wow. looks like on
2: Wow. I'm just blown away. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Wow. Cool. So, okay. So you, you've got this theater oh. background. Yeah. Yep. You've got this amazing, incredible family. Incredible family. So tell us about how you go from watching all of this amazing integrity, all of these Legos that are building, right? Because that's, that's the idea. Yeah. You're, you're accumulating all these wonderful skills that pour into where you are now. So how did you go from what you were doing, all all these skills that you're building, and then move into coaching? Totally. So
0: I started working in business when I was 17 years old. Um, My first ever internship was in social media marketing for my cousin's peanut butter company. (laughs) And that was the first place where I really learned the value of operations, mm-hmm. tracking what you're doing, really understanding the data, and then making decisions based off of that in order to increase a company's you know, profits and also their productivity. Mm-hmm. And so that was where I first learned that lesson. From there, I was always hungry to learn, and I saw business as such an opportunity to really positively impact the world. And so I went into just a bunch of local like marketing agencies in Arizona. At this point, I'm 18 years old and no one wants to hire an 18 year old. So I walked in with my resume with one thing on it. And I just said, listen, I'm 18 years old. Please don't even pay me. I'm going to be your best unpaid intern ever. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to provide you so much value. It's going to blow you away. And I would just sell myself to these different companies. And I got another internship then. And then after that, I actually worked for Jimmy Choo's niece in London. She has her own shoe company, and I was her sales representative. Jimmy Choo, the shoe person? She has a niece, and she has her own shoe company. What is her shoe company called? Um, It's called Lucy Choi London. Oh, Oh, fun. So did you go to London, too? I lived in London.
1: You did? I
0: did. Very cool. That's amazing. Jimmy Choo's niece. Look at that. I was her saleswoman
2: wow that's awesome yes so you lived in london i did you've now accumulated business savvy but at this point you're what 20. so at this point i was 20. then after that i
0: went and i lived in new york city for a little while where i was working at a top marketing agency there and um incredible opportunity i was working right in times square with like top brands in america and amazing amazing opportunity and then from there i was um, working in the journalism department at my university where I graduated with a degree in business and I was helping them put together um, like the interviews for their students and things like Mm. that. And like their publications from there, I went to work full time at a marketing agency where my job was to help them build out an online learning platform that teaches Mm. other business owners how to scale their businesses. So I was scaling a business. That's all about scaling businesses Mm. and leading like, these absolutely incredible people, like the helping the CMO of Orange Theory and Fitness put together his learning materials, like all these really influential people working with them directly, learning the lessons that they've learned and then seeing how that works as I was managing a lot of the operations of this organization, you know, the people and the processes and things like that. And sure. so I took all of that, but here's where I learned a very important lesson that was really like the deep inspiration for my coaching. So I'd been doing all these things in business, been driven from a very young age. I had no problem working for what I wanted. Um, I did a lot of theater. I had no problem being on stages. When I was in college, I would get to the honoraries. I'd hold a leadership position, all of those. So very type A, mm. which is good. But at one point, it got bad. Mm. So I was working full time at a marketing agency. I was seeing people who were like coaches and influencers. And I thought, that's so cool. I want to learn how to do that. And something I've always um, naturally been good at and learned a lot about is positive mindset. And so I started creating content on YouTube. I had a podcast. I had another TikTok channel. I had, um, I mean, Instagram, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn following, all about positive mindset. And so I had all these different pages. I was working full-time in a marketing agency. I picked up another job too. I was also on TV twice actually to talk about the success that I'd had online. But what happened is I was working so hard I wasn't, though, within my own business, clear on my direction, hmm. and I had no idea what proper energy management looked like. All I knew was how to work hard, not how to work smart. Right. So I burned myself out to the point where I literally couldn't get out of bed. I was so stressed I couldn't keep down food. I was so weak from exhaustion that I, lit- I couldn't get out of bed. I'd walk out of bed and I'd physically collapse. My body was falling apart. Hmm. It was literal burnout and quite literally working myself to death. Wow! And I, I was making an oh, a yeah, pretty good income with my full time job, my coaching business, five hundred dollars a month. Um, I had to quit the full time job because yeah. I physically couldn't handle it. So I quit that. I had this little coaching business, and I remember thinking to myself, "I feel like such a failure. No. I feel like such a loser because I've always been able to work hard and succeed. That's been my mo." Mm-hmm it didn't work this time. So mm. what am I missing? And that's when, you know, I took a step back and I had to ask myself, how can I work smarter and not just harder? And what's funny is in the mindset coaching business that I started, every single one of those clients that I got randomly happened to be an entrepreneur with the team. Mm. And in my conversations with them, you know, I'd be talking with them about what they're doing. You know, I want to be more productive. I want to be more positive. But then when we'd really get down to it, it would be things like, the reason why you're stressed that your assistant isn't doing their job well is because your assistant actually doesn't know what she's doing. You haven't made it clear to her. Mm -hmm. Why don't we set you up with some project management? Here's how we can get into a sauna. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you're having this other issue. Well, it's because you haven't set really strong boundaries with these people that you're working with and done so in a loving and empowering way. Mm -hmm. And so then that's when I started to make the transition from, you know, just doing mindset coaching to now doing mindset and business coaching. Because I see for entrepreneurs who are so driven, that really having the combination of both of those is what really helps you to, you know, increase your profits, increase your productivity, all these things. But also, like, that's what gives you the space to be able to work on yourself in order to be truly fulfilled in a way that, you know, no amount of money can give you.
2: Wow, It's interesting. um, And I, I love hearing that perspective, because I, I think about in dentistry, part of our pain point in dentistry is that a lot of us are business owners. A lot of, you know, dentists are practice owners. Irene owns multiple businesses and is a practice owner on top of all, all of that. And in in dental school, you are not taught about business. Zero. You're, no like business acumen zero. whatsoever. Yeah. And then I think about it. Because in business school, I feel as though, and I, I don't know, I'd, I'd be curious to know, it sounds like in business school, you are taught business principles, finance, <clears throat> core values, all of those things, and yet are you taught about uh, infusing energy into the right things, setting boundaries, saying no to the wrong opportunity so that you can mm-hmm. s- have, have that open door or say yes to the right opportunity, mm-hmm. right? The idea being, it, it, there has to be that balance. And it is, we talk about work-life balance, right? We talk about a symbiotic biofilm instead of a dysbiotic biofilm, right? It's it's about that balance. And I think um, the, the acumen that we've had in business for so long has been very focused on something that you and I talk about a lot, the masculine energy of business. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, God, here it is. This, which is here Irene's is. favorite thing. The <laughs> spreadsheets, right? Irene loves spreadsheets. Into
1: and all of the, all of my downfalls the, you know, as a human. It's No, no it's not. It's just no. Just, this no. is the, the portion of the episode <laughs> where we talk shit about Irene. <laughs> no. She just sits here and <laughs> We're nods not her, head her head. About you, I mean,
0: I've seen your spreadsheets. So you have some pretty badass she, spreadsheets. Her spreadsheets I mean, are amazing. I know. If you get off
1: on spreadsheets, you need to look at my spreadsheets. Seriously,
2: her spreadsheets. She bring all the formulas, boys to the yard and right. they're like there are formulas in her, there they're not better than they're yeah. better than everything yeah it's she is absolutely incredible yeah so but what i mean to say is there's that masculine energy of business where you do need to know your numbers you need to be able to look at spreadsheets you mm-hmm. need to be able to balance this you need to be able to sign contracts and all those things then there's the feminine energy of business mm-hmm. and what i mean to say by that is it's not like men live in that male space and they don't mm-hmm. have a feminine energy or vice versa right, right. because irene's a great example of Like you, you do enjoy being in the masculine energy of business, but then there is the feminine energy of business. And that feminine energy is, does this project align with what I'm doing? Do I like working with that person? You know what I mean? Like, are all of those things in alignment with where I'm going? Do I have targeted goals and are my goals just financial goals or are my goals about the autonomy, the freedom I want to have? So, you know, it's interesting. I think that's the biggest challenge that we face in dentistry is like, you think that
1: That's, that's what everyone's done before us, right? Right, Like you go, you open a practice, you work your ass off. You hate your life. Your team hates you. Suicide like suicide
2: rate is so high in, right. in the industry. Like, it's, it, we, it's just the norm people
1: are like, oh yeah, I have that too, or like, oh right. yeah, I also can't sleep at night, or oh yeah, like I'm also answering mm-hmm. text messages throughout the day. So like you we hear it from everybody it else, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like look at me, so busy because busy yeah. for Here's most my people. calendar. Yeah, and yeah, and
2: and, 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 and that's busy doesn't impressive. always equal happy, on that. Nor yeah.
1: does it equal success. I think it depends on how you measure success. But I think that we're like no one has said a positive. I mean, Mark Costas
2: has. Mark setting a setting a positive example
1: of like how to get your numbers where they should be so that you can have that flexibility in your life, but it's yeah. just so easy to fall into the same patterns.
2: Yes, um, because it's so difficult to make a but change in any way, right? Well, and what Christina said, it's like, I, so we you know how to work hard. I mean, I, hygienists that are listening to this podcast right now, like we know what it takes to work hard in an operatory to the point where like you haven't peed all day and you're like are fighting a UTI. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. at what point are you working oh, so is that hard? Oh, that you was? Start to get- oh, okay. Good to know. Oh, <laughs> <what> was <that? laughs> it was today's years old when I realized that that's what that was. Oh, okay. You know, so I the, have had one of those then. So, but the idea being, it, it's important for us to have that balance. And I do think that we're starting to see this rise of business owners that are w- focused on that and understand that they do need that coaching, sometimes, mm-hmm. we've all heard that saying, you're too close to the tree to see the forest, mm-hmm. that you need to yeah. have that outside perspective, which mm-hmm. I love. So this is the portion where I, I really want to deep dive um, because, uh, again, as we mentioned, you work with both Irene as well as me. And I, I would love to know... uh <laughs> There, I will say there is like coach, client, confidentiality. I mean, we can uh, talk about me. I'm, so I'm, I'm an open book. No, but what I mean to say is I, I want to know, first of all, tell me about what it's like for you when you are working with you know either the two of us, because you see the good, the bad, the really ugly, like you yeah. see all of that, mm-hmm. and yet you have to come into these coaching sessions with patience and kindness so I'd love to do a little bit of a behind the scenes tell me a little bit about what it's like working with um type a as she looks at me (laughs) anal retentive
1: as she like just like looks over at me oh I'm
2: the same way Irene that's why I work with her (laughs) you know what I mean
1: sure so yeah and then then we we should do a behind the scenes of like us yeah 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 let's do it
0: all right so the very first thing that I would say is that I so get being the type A, like I'm here to do all the things, I'm here to crush it. And oftentimes it stresses me out kind of a thing because I have been and I always will be a super ambitious person. The thing that makes me different now is that I have a little bit more of that balance. But when people come to me and they're like, I'm so burned out, I don't know how to say no, but I I have to keep on pushing. I have to keep on pushing or I don't know how to have these conversations. The reason why I'm able to coach on it is because I've been there. So there's like... You know, it's the kind of thing where I always want for it to be a safe space to be like, if you're feeling this way, like we can feel this way right now. This is what it's for. We got to work through it. And so the number one thing that I would say is, you know, first of all, like I get it. The second thing that I would say as a coach and something that I look for in my mentors as well is with any coach, you always want to find a coach who can really hold the space and a coach who can really empower you with a lot of the way that I've you know, spoken with the two of you and even what I do with my other clients, what I look for in coaches is sometimes in coaching, we need for someone to be like, I have need for people to tell me, Christina, that's not how you do it. Okay, mm-hmm. We're going to go this way. But oftentimes that's really powerful is when you can talk to someone and instead of telling them, you ask them powerful questions. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I love to do with the both of you, because when you ask people powerful questions and you know how to ask questions in a way that gets people to their own answers, what happens is you really are empowering them. You're not making them like, oh, you have to be relying on me, but like Mm -hmm. really just showing them where their true power is and allowing them to evolve and also grow with that. And so that's something that I really love to work on with the both of you um, and with a lot of my different clients as well. And Another thing that I will say with working with the both of you is that, you know, both of you are so badass in your own ways, but you're also very different like any clients are. So with Katrina, something that I know we've talked a lot about is really, you know, celebrating ourselves Mm -hmm. and honoring Mm -hmm. ourselves. And really, you know, we always want to be pushing forward. I want to see you explode in your business growth, but I also really want to see you, you know, take time and space for you. And so this is something that, it's okay, we can just do a little
1: pause.
0: <laughs> um, and so that's something that I always really want to honor in you. And I think especially for females, like really ambitious females. Now we're talking to the ladies in specific. Mm-hmm. We still love the guys. But we're going to talk to the ladies right now. Mm-hmm. With women specifically, women tend to be so hard on themselves and always want to give, 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 give. By the way, giving is amazing. But when you give so much constantly to others without taking time, first of all, to slow down, making sure you're giving in the right way, but also second of all, to take time for yourself, what happens, and I know Katrina, we've talked about this with the example of a wine bottle, but you're gonna end up with an empty wine bottle. Mm-hmm. And imagine mm-hmm. being at a dinner party and you're you have an empty wine bottle and someone's oh, like, Can no. I have some wine?
1: That's a travesty. That's a disaster, exactly. I know. That I, is like I, the nightmare that Katrina would ever have. She's hosting a fabulous party. I don't feel good and nobody brought the wine. <laughs>
2: oh, like, I like plenty. I have I like, have an entire wine. But could you imagine house. if that were the I, case? I, like I that really would be cannot. That That's would the thing. be your It'd nightmare. It would be a disaster. Yes. Yeah, you would cancel the party. Everybody go on some grapes go. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I love that. And you're absolutely right. It that at least it for me and this is again behind the scenes, that's been a huge challenge that you and I have worked through is giving myself grace, forgiving myself, setting boundaries. And, and I, I pulled this up because this was absolutely brilliant. I, I was having a moment. And again, I, I'm gonna, this is behind the scenes. Like okay. this is like e, true Hollywood story. Uh, I'm, I'm having some challenges right now just with myself that Christine and I have been working on where, and, and you're this way too, Irene, where it's like, you can see somebody and you can see them for their potential. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, and it's like, yeah. you, are, you, are, you have so much potential inside of you and, and you have so much talent. And then you pour into that individual that that you know colleague, that partnership, right. that employee, whatever that may be, you pour into that and it's like I you are capable of greatness and they don't show up. Yeah they that don't way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they it's they, they the don't horse deliver to the water analogy. And it's exactly, right? right. But the idea being it's like, but it's so hard because I just wanna shake that person. I wanna, you know, it's like you you are amazing and if yeah. you would just get your head out of your ass yeah. you could be amazing yeah. but they won't do it and yeah. so part of the frustration that I'm I feel like I'm we all having, have moments like that I feel like I we have all moments do, right? like that all the time well, exactly we, uh, and I think women in but leadership you have to do. wake up
1: from it and I think the problem is when you don't realize that and you don't wake up from it exactly So like your, so then your
2: you, you're standard,
1: standard life is just like
2: coasting w- Correct. And then, so then for my, my challenges, then I almost get this resentment where it's like, I want to pour into you. I want you to be amazing. You are not showing up. How can you squander the opportunity that you have in front? Like it drives me crazy, but not everybody's cut from the same and I get that. So at any rate, Christina challenged me, she gave me this journal prompt. She said, she wanted me to journal about what is the best that could happen if I hold people to a higher standard for their life? What is the best that could happen? What is the best that could happen if I hold people to a higher standard for their life
1: for their life
2: for their life not
1: your life not li- not for my life other but life. for their life for the person's what is the life. Be- yeah.
2: Yeah. This ah, is shit. so. This is what happens ah, when you get when you get a journal prompt. You really have to sit and think about it. You know what I mean? I'm you're sitting there with your I'm pen and you're like, of shit oh my gosh,
1: that she doesn't even give me journal. That's prompts. That's not true. I have given
2: you she, journal. I prompts. Believe and then I believe she nailed I do you do a journal. She homie.
1: did. I, she did. And I also sent you a journal. <laughs> she did. She sent me a journal. She gave I me the prompt. I hope you lose the because I can't
2: wait to have you dared. But the idea
1: being—you um, do I'm, use I'm, like so. So we, she stopped giving them to me when she realized well, that I didn't use them because that's how much of a piece of shit I am.
0: No, no I that's not
2: true. Uh, wait, no. I, am the hardest so I am my own Irene's hardest turn. person. I- Irene's turn because she talked about no, me. No, Irene. We, need, ta- ta- we need to take a second right now. Oh no. Oh, she. This is a coaching moment. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My heart. Irene's <sighs> getting coached here, you guys. This is <laughs> the
1: quietest I've ever been guys, on a podcast. Turn my up your My hands are sweating. literally. I'm While your feet stomp it. Okay, go ahead. She's going to coach no, you. No, you
0: don't need to have your hands clammy. Just think of this like a hug.
1: So I, my I, I hands get clammy when I hug too.
0: Okay. So I know we have COVID. It's like an air hug. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Air hug. <laughs> I like it.
0: Um, but the thing about all women, and I'm going to go back to this too, because you're so not alone in this. All highly driven people in general are known for being the hardest on themselves. Mm-hmm. Women in particular, whose bra- our brains are literally wired differently than men's, are naturally so much more analytical. We are just that much more hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I know both of you, and I know both your businesses. Like, you guys are both so badass. I, I've i listened to your podcast before, just FYI, and I watch your social media and all the things you do. I Both of you have accomplish so much and you create so much influence and all these different things um for anyone who's just listening they just did a fist bump and it was awesome <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but something that you know i encourage with katrina and i'm gonna encourage with you irene mm-hmm. and for any ambitious woman listening to this right now um this is something i tell all of my clients i always want to be talking with you about your next goals we're gonna get there we're yeah. gonna talk about how to crush it but at the same time, it's so important to honor where you are in this moment and also to honor how everybody's on their own journey. Yeah. I can look yes. at where I'm at in my business and people look at me and go, Christina, you've done all these different things. You've you know, spoken to these incredible audiences, the leadership team of Fortune 100 organization. You have your own business. You're 24. You're killing it. In all honesty, sometimes I have moments with myself where I'm like, I have so many areas for improvement. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to cry. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's all of us and so whether it's Katrina who's saying I have so many areas for improvement or whether Irene you're saying I have so many areas for improvement the number one thing I would just encourage you and anyone listening to this is don't compare your own journey to anyone else's yeah, I right. have to do this all the time yeah. um, but whether it's with personal development or professional development it's so important just to say you know what I'm given what I'm meant to be given right now. I am where I am right now for a reason. And then we can take whatever next steps we want to take to get to where we want to go
2: in the future as well. I love that, I, and I think that's that's so important. Women, especially, and I know we've focused quite a bit on women during this episode, but women, especially, I just saw a post on uh, Instagram that was like, "Women, we love to apologize for everything. I'm so sorry, I'm not here to answer your phone call right now." Like that's what we say in our messages. I you don't. know what I mean? I know I'm sure you don't, Irene. Have you heard my voicemail? Uh, you have reached the voicemail of Irene Ngaku. Yeah, with it's, it's Live Studios. It's, it's very, like it's it's like very businesslike. There's yeah. no apology. Yeah.
1: Which I, which I think I, think good, I even say like an email is preferred,
2: and I think that's great. I think that because it takes me four four to six months to check my voicemail. Yeah, same. Same. Mine, mine's full.
1: Until my mom was like, "Your voicemail's full."
2: Oh, thanks, mom. Thanks, she's mom, like my problem. She's she's <laughs> the one that checks it out. Yeah. But the idea being, women by our very nature, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Dentistry is another layer to that. We as clinicians are trained to see the areas of disease. We are trained Mm -hmm. to see the areas where you have decay in your mouth. You know, I mean we are always looking for what the problem is. We're very problem-centric and very problem-based. So that's what we focus on, right? So I I, I read this quote this morning and it was like, if you focus on yourself, you will grow. If you focus on shit, shit will grow. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like that that's the whole concept is it's about mindset, it's about focusing on the right things, and it's about you know, having grace with yourself because we love to apologize. We love to push ourselves beyond belief. And you said it, we love giving and pouring into others. The feminine energy of business is receiving. Right. And I remember you saying that to me and it's like, and, and it's so hard because you get into this rhythm where you're so mm-hmm. used to giving, pouring into others and, and to the point where you do have an empty bottle and you don't even know how to fill it because you have never in your life learned how to even ask somebody if they could help open a wine bottle while you're pouring into these other people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's, those are all things that, and the reason why I say that is because Irene brought up a really great point. We, we are so used to getting burnt out in dentistry, mm-hmm. but burnout is real. And, I and you said that. it, you know, burnout can happen at any age, at any time for anything, and especially an Enneagram 3 hard worker, where it's like we are so driven, we are so motivated to just constantly be focusing on, what. I have another hour in my day, so great. That means I'm gonna send emails for another hour, right? So I think those are are important components that as, as we continue to age in our businesses and all the fabulous things that we're doing, that now more than ever we have a chance to really reflect on how can I create a lasting change right now, For me, and my, I've been in business for five years. How can I make that change right now so that 10 years from now, I'm literally not shoveling myself off the floor Mm -hmm. to try to get to work or feeling resentment in areas of my business? Why does that
1: happen? Why do you find that, like, that's a common thing for so many entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and their team members is that you hit this wall at some point. Yeah. So do we all go through it, and do you have to go through that? Like, do you have to get to that point to realize that you need help, or is there a way that you can begin on a better path. Like, because people don't know they need to work with a coach until you realize that there's a problem, like Mm -hmm. something needs to be fixed. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, how how do you start the right way without having to hit that like catastrophic wall? I think starting the right way begins
0: with who's your influence? Because the thing is that whenever any of us are working towards any kind of a goal, you're gonna be looking up to someone most likely who has done something like what you wanna do, whether that be have a level of business growth, you know, have the role in the dental office or whatever that may be. The number one thing to think about is who's your role model? What's the way that they lead themselves? Because that's going to be a reflection of the behaviors that you're going to imitate and the way that you're going to lead yourself. So if someone wants to be proactive about this, the number one thing to do is to think about who's your role model.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
0: maybe there's not a specific person in mind. If there's not a specific person in mind, think about your future self. Let him or her be your role model. And think about that person's life. Are they working 13 hour days every single day for months on end. Hey, I've I've been there, right? Mm -hmm. It's super fun for like the first two months. It's almost like a high. Mm -hmm. But then you burn out.
2: Mm -hmm. And your
0: friends and family miss you. And it's hard. And the thing is that a lot of people, especially really driven business owners, they do need to go through that point where they burn themselves out first. And a lot of that is, in my opinion, because of what we see on the media. That's a lot of our influence and our role models. But what I'm really excited about really pushing forward is a new way of looking at productivity, especially in the business space. Hmm. And what this all really begins with is your role models, your environment, but also leadership, not just in terms of who is your leader, but We are all our own leaders. So how are you leading yourself? What are the stories that you're telling yourself? What is it that you truly desire to work for? And then that's how you'll get whatever
2: results are meant to come for you. Hmm. So let's talk about productivity because um, here's here's what ends up happening. Because what I'm hearing is, okay, so you've got these people that are burnt out. And burnout typically doesn't happen from... I have all of the time in the world to take care of myself and to go get a massage and to get my nails done mm-hmm. and to yeah. go to the gym and to go to happy hour with my friends. And I work just three hours a day and everything's amazing. You know, a burnout doesn't come from that. Burnout comes from, and I, I'm just going to like name it like it is. Yeah. I am working all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I wake up at, you know, I, I wake up in the morning. 5 a.m. I am scared to even look at my phone because I know it's going to be email after text message after email after Voxer of just. Da, 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 how of did you know about everybody. my morning? I was going to say because I know that's how you wake up because that's how I wake up. Today you, was like, mean, a pa- like a panic moment morning. And that's it. And, and, and I and haven't been able to shake it all day. And every email you know isn't just a quick yes or no. no. It's like I have to deep dive into this. I have to go to that spreadsheet. I, this person, yeah. you know. And so and then or you get on a plane and you're on a five hour flight and then when you land you know. All, everybody needs your attention. Yeah. And it's like, you take a half a day to just focus on yourself, to to go and get your nails done or whatever. And then you regret that because all you of the feel this guilty time, about it, Totally. Sure. And so what happens is it's just layer after layer. This picture of, of burnout is like, I am doing my best. And then you've got people that emailed you that are emailing you again because you didn't respond to them the first time. Yeah. And you're like, I, I promise I am doing absolutely mm-hmm. everything I can. And you get to the point where you're just like, what if I just let all of this go? And I just worked clinically? I what, think about what, that what all I, the time. I think about it selling down? it all. Right. Like what what how much like, money could I make I to talk, just sell it all? Just I talk about disappear. it all the time and
1: I, I talk about it like one day I will disappear. Like it'll just be like, where'd she go? Like poof. But the idea gone. being, here's but the thing. But then it's though, scary that it's like, well, what what someone said to me, um, how do you identify yourself if not for your credentials and right. for your presence? Right. In, if industry. you could just remove, if, you, if, your if someone said, like, What do you I like read. to do? Yeah. Like, what, what's your, how do you identify yourself that way? And um, you're like, You mean I and can't, I'm can't like, say what? Like, without my credentials? I can't like, say spreadsheets? Right. Like, I can't use the word dental. I can't in say my, Holy yeah. Molar. yeah. So, and yeah. then the answer, and then it's like, Well, I could get rid of all of that and figure it out. But I think the problem is you get to this point where you've invested so much time in being like this amazing professional
2: where you lose touch of who you are as a human, right? And and in tandem with that, when you're cut from the kind of cloth where you are driven, like something has to continue to get you out of bed. When you look at these emails and um, I'm going to quote Elizabeth Gilbert in big magic says it, it's like when you love something so much that you will eat the shit sandwich that comes along with it. Mm. You know, when you're like, "I, I love what I do so much that all these emails, Like, I'm still going to keep going. And that's so great. But the the idea behind burnout is that flame that continued to keep going Mm. has now burned out. Yeah. Where you literally are resentful to the flame that kept you going. Yeah. So what I'm picturing when I see this is you know, a burnt out person who literally just cannot get out of bed is avoiding everything, just wants the world to go away. This is where we do see mental health issues. This yeah. is where we saw suicide rates increasing across yeah. all professions during this global health crisis yeah. as pressures continued to rise for people. So mm-hmm. now you're talking about, Christina, you're talking about productivity. Oh, you need to be more productive. You need to be more productive. Mm. And to the average burnt out listener, they're going, I am productive. Mm-hmm. I, there's there's yes. no room for anything more. So help me understand how we make that 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 line, how we bridge that gap between I'm so burnt out, I'm doing absolutely everything I can. Mm-hmm. And there's no much, no more I can give to this business. Yeah. No more I can give. I Like I'm, I'm on the brink of divorce or my, my friends yeah. don't even know who I am anymore or whatever mm-hmm. that is to productivity. What does that look like? Absolutely.
0: So this is a really important conversation. I'm really glad that you brought this up. In my opinion, the true definition of productivity isn't working a million hours a day for Mm. months on end.
2: Again, I've been there and I get it. That's crazy, Irene. mm. Did you hear what she said? Not working a million hours a day for months on end. Or, yeah. Why are you
1: looking at me like that? You do it too. (laughs) (laughs) Like.
2: What totally. is this? Like,
1: let's call a spade a spade here, bitch. Like, I get text messages and emails from you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, I mean, what? It's what? true. Like, That's
2: because it's like, night, like
0: my time. That's why. Listen. <laughs> well, I will say that, first of all, there's a season for everything in business, right? And no matter how productive you are, there's a season for everything. Um, and something that, you know, I would definitely say as well is even in my life, I'm pretty productive. I'm pretty balanced. I teach on this. Yeah. Yet, at the same time, I've had a super crazy past week. It has not been an eight-hour hours a night, eight hours of sleep a night kind of It's been like six hours. I wake up. I'm like, let's go. Like I've yeah. been at other events, speaking opportunities. So it's been like a really go time. So those times do happen. But when we think about, you know, true productivity, if you look at it on the bigger level, the thing is, what are the seasons that you're in? And when do you want to be in these different seasons? Because if every season is a push season, you're going to burn yourself out. Right. If you have a push season here and there, that's healthy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. called having a business. Right. So it's all about understanding that balance of when it's time to push and when it's time to just take a little bit more time to go inward and reflect. Yeah. The next thing that I would really say with this is, in my opinion, true productivity is being so efficient in a super small amount of time that you're able to go farther faster. Right. It's making more money while working less hours. It's working smarter, not just harder, Mm -hmm. and being able to do more and actually enjoy the journey. Now, the way that we get there is, first of all, by understanding ourselves and our goals. So for anyone listening to this podcast, if you want to go ahead and have an action step right now, write out what a successful life looks to you. Mm -hmm. Get really clear on that. And then also in regards to, let's just say you're a business owner listening to this, think about what your core focus is. Mm -hmm. Or maybe there's one or two core focuses. Whatever it may be, don't try to do 10 things amazing all at once, unless you already have a full team that runs like a well-oiled machine and you're already all good to go. Because the truth is that you are going to find so much more satisfaction and also success a lot more quickly by focusing on one to two things at a time. Mm
2: -hmm. And so...
0: This is something that I love to talk about you know, my clients with. How can we get focused on what we love? You know, Whether it's the people we ought to work with, the, thing, the topics you want to speak on, I work with a lot of influencers. Um, how can we just get more focused on that so that way we can go farther and faster? And what happens is when you know what your definition of success is, when you know what your focus is, the time that you spend during the day is going to be so much more fulfilling but also a lot more profitable.
2: Mm, I love that. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is it is possible to you work less what I, and You say what I'm hearing
1: more. is a lot more since you started working with really? Christina.
2: Really? Just, just so you know. Fun fact. You've been more observant of me since you've been working with Christina. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe I was always observant, but now I'm just
2: sharing my beliefs. So what I'm hearing is you'd love to <laughs> so share what I'm more hear- about so it. So what I'm
1: hearing is that I have one final thing to say before we wrap up. Yeah, and and, and really I think what yeah. it comes down to is. I have some honest, uh, candid Irene Do comment. Do you? Yeah. I
2: love that. So what you're saying is it is possible to make more money and to work less. Mm-hmm that truly is the concept of working smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And the vast majority of us are so focused in constantly working harder that we don't even acknowledge. We can't even see that there's a way when we're working harder that we could actually be working smarter. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I have a final
1: thought about coaching. So I'm a skeptic by nature. Did you Mm -hmm. get that? from me when we started working together i, I did yes. yeah she, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so, really sorry she's no. so delicate
2: about it. she's like she's i like, did wait
0: no no, <laughs> no. I, did. I mean that's not that's
1: not a bad it thing did. that has so
0: many benefits as a business
1: owner right. because it makes
0: you a lot more analytical yeah. and critical i mean yeah. it's
1: not a bad thing but i'm a, i was a skeptic by nature so you katrina had asked had mentioned me working with a coach for a while i was like nah it's fine now nah, i'm okay like No, I'm Superwoman. I can do it all. And a spreadsheet will fix the problem. Like a spreadsheet was always created when there's a problem. There's a new spreadsheet. There's a new system. There's a new something. So I think like when you decide to work with a coach, it isn't going to be fixed with you hire a coach. They give you a bunch of tasks to do, but you actually have to do those tasks. So I think my biggest struggle has been... When you're that busy, it's like you got to let something go to be able to make the time to do the work, to get the shit done, to fix the problems. Yeah. And when you're in this like triage mode where all you do is put out fires, like I woke up this morning, I'm three hours behind my team. My front desk person has COVID, so we don't have a receptionist. The camera that came in. And now in her you sh- can't be a receptionist. Yeah, the sh- the sh- and I can't be the receptionist. Like, the you Shofu, be. That was Shofu camera that was um, oh, shipped in that. was shipped to my old home address that I haven't lived at for three years. And the people are actually jerks, so they left the camera on the porch for the last three days, and nobody told me. Like, all of these things happen, and it's like, well, how do you fix this? Well, you fix this by working with someone that can help you fix it, but you have to, like, delegate and give things yeah. away. So if this is you and I am, like, speaking your language... I probably am, because that's probably why you listen to me rant about all of the shit that I have to deal with and then how I deal with it. Um, You have to make the time. So I think like you have to be prepared. So I think I didn't do our coaching justice up until this point because I didn't make the time. I was like, well, Christina's here. like She'll fix it. She'll create a workflow. We'll hire a new person. And then it's like, cool, one problem solved. But if you're not Consistently making those changes, small increments of changes every day, then like the same problem will continue to arise. I'm so proud of you, Irene. Oh, stop it. Don't look at me that way. You know I get uncomfortable when you get emotional Irene. around me. It is the the male energy like, within holding me. Holding down the feminine energy in me. She's right like, now. oh my god, my ovaries. <laughs> and I'm like, does anyone have any testosterone for this woman? <gasps> she needs a uh, shot of testosterone. <laughs> Anywho, it is time. Tis time. Tis time. Do you know what time it is? Um, it is... Oh, I love that. She's looking at her watch. She's (laughs) like, I listened to the podcast, I swear. Not till the end. It's 2... I think it's... Or 1.50. It is is the tooth or dare time of the podcast. So at the end of every episode, Katrina and I do a rock, paper, scissors, and the loser goes up against you. You can decide to accept... Or dish out a tooth or a dare. Okay. And um, while we get our fingers all warmed up and ready, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genus, and you can follow Christina at I Am Christina Kelly. And we'll link all of her contact info yeah. below, her website, and she's done some pretty cool things recently. Check her out, you guys. Um, uh, your today, yourbestdays.com is your, yeah. is your, yeah, and there's like it a is. blog and like a lot of really cool things in there. So I'll link all of that stuff below if you want info and, um, and, uh,
2: yeah. So yes. let's do it. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm okay. ready. ready. This is so weird that we're doing it in person, Irene. This is so cool. You can't cheat now. Oh. oh she okay. would freeze a little. No. Oh, the camera froze. No. never the Wi-Fi. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What's the middle finger There was two fingers. So it, was, it was two. <laughs> I chopped you. I feel like that's cheating. Okay. Are we doing it again? One more? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
1: Fuck. She killed me again. All right. I lost. It's you and me. Would you like to accept or dish? If you accept a tooth, I ask you a steamy tooth, and I highly, I don't it's recommend it. It's very steamy. It it's have, very steamy. I have no filter, so I will ask you the worst thing yeah. ever, and people cry. Um, or you could do a dare where you film it, and you put it up on Instagram or TikTok or wherever, and then we'll share it. Let's do the dare. You'll do a Ooh. dare. I'm actually low-key a daredevil. Amazing. I love it. I okay.
2: love it. Okay.
1: So, uh, yeah. here yet. almost done. We're doing the dare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's do a dare. Um, do you know that it audio that Instagram audio that says you better work, bitch, like that one? <laughs> yeah. And you have to do a strut. So I, I, I give you an option. You either do that one. Or you do the audio that's like the so you want to pay your bills, so you want to get a car, you want to buy Starbucks. I'll send you the audio clips. You okay. can pick. Is with, this Britney Spears work, bitch? Uh, yeah, but it's like a, like it's a like queer eye version of it. Terrific. Yeah, I'm stoked on so this. So you've got to do a you've got to. I'm so yeah. down. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah, let's you're in. She's Yay. in. Okay, so Yay. check and out I'll at talk to, talk the dare to watch the go down. And, and until next it. time, peace out, peeps. Cheers. Bye. And we're back from the flippity-flip. From the flippity-flip. On the flippity-flip. On, from, from where, when we were on it. Yaman. Yup. Okay. (laughs) That was a fun episode. It was oh, interesting. It was to. I remember when we met her in real life for the first time and you saw her and she's like literally like four foot nine. Like I don't even she's think tiny. she's broken. She's broken five foot yet. And you're like, oh my God, you're so small. And she's like, I'm fun sized. <laughs> like does. The only thing I, I can remember of, of like our
2: greeting, our first meeting with her is her saying, I'm fun sized. And, totally and she is totally fun And she is fun sized. She's tiny. which she is But fun-sized. she's a... Uh, She's a spitfire. She's full of a lot of um, really great knowledge, and I, totally. what a cool episode that was.
1: Yeah, totally. So thanks for tuning in to another lovely episode. Happy birthday. Thank you. All right, peeps. We'll catch you uh, on our next episode. Thanks again for tuning in to a lovely episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. Until next time, peace out, peeps.
2: Cheers.